Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me is Stace Babcock. You know what I've been really thinking a lot about lately? What snacks am I going to have on Super Bowl Sunday? Legitimate. Wait, is mm. there a Super Bowl mm. still? Yeah. It's in two weeks. I only know about the footballs with a guy taking off his shirt and walking off the field because I was just like, that's interesting. And they won't stop talking about it. <laughs> mm. Stamps of Davis. For Super Bowl, just like get stuff and wrap it in bacon. Water chestnuts, tater tots, potato wedges, anything. Just wrap it in bacon and call it a day. Not bad advice. Carrot sticks. Carrot sticks wrapped in bacon, sure. I mean, yeah, that could work. Bacon wrapped bacon. Yeah. And Alex Finn. So somebody needs to remind me I have garlic bread on my kitchen floor. Like, it's not like raw garlic bread on the floor. It's in a bag <laughs> in a bag on the floor. <laughs> why? Why can't? Why didn't? Why is it still there? Because I brought it home from my parents' house to eat, and I never took it out of the bag that I brought it in. But it's like in its own bag in that bag on the floor. What? And unlike my parents' dogs, Max is too afraid of bags to get what's in bags. <laughs> my parents thought they had a mouse problem because something like gnawed through some cardboard boxes in the basement to get at food. <laughs> Nah, it was one of their dogs. They like to sneak down there and eat and sleep. Oh. Wow, this is the biggest fucking mouse in the world. Yeah! The they were just like, wow, what the f- Do we have rats? This is so weird because we have a terrier who should probably be able to get these rats. <laughs> just like the time that like a piece of meat mysteriously disappeared from the packaging when we brought it home from the store. Who knows where it went? Shouldn't have there been like five cutlets in this? Mm, there's four now. Weird. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Samson. Hey. Do you know what's the one downside to the cipher system for me? Oh, is it? What would it be? Oh, it's probably that you don't get to play with any fancy dice that you get from a cool business such as Die Hard Dice. Exactly. I don't get to roll my favorite dice, which happens to be a set of Die Hard Dice. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, <laughs> no, but seriously, hey, listeners, go get some diehard dice and use our code Explorers Wanted, all one word, and you can get 10% off your order of however many dice you want, get all the dice, and show it off to Dan, who can't roll any of his. <laughs> <laughs> just post it mockingly. Right. Yeah, I can roll the dice, that to be clear, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> You even, like, tell us to, like, roll evens or odds when you could do that yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally could. Yeah. Oh, one other thing about Die Hard Dice. When you're making that order, because, of course, you're going to go and order more dice, you're going to put in the discount code. But one of the things you'll notice on the order form is there's a little notes about your order section. It probably doesn't mean anything to most places, but they actually read every single one of those notes that somebody puts in there. So... The cool thing is they'll share those notes with the dice affiliates when they see them. Ooh. So <laughs> keep it clean. <laughs> leave notes about us and why why you're doing it. You know, discount code or you know you can mention the podcast or anything like that. They love it. I've ordered from them before and put notes in there, and a lot of times they'll respond on your order sheet with a little note back. They're really awesome people. I've had a similar experience. I should really put it up on Instagram because it's a good Instagram post. But, and it's not a promise, but there's precedence. Have a fun little note in there. Show your love in the notes. 
you may get more than you ordered. Mm. That's mm. not a guarantee. Don't yeah. expect free stuff, but it's, thing. there's precedent. There are real people there and they love it. Mm-hmm. And we love them. Yep. Thanks to Die Hard Dice for supporting the show. Yeah. So, who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Alex. That was the guest episode, right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. We were in a village and we found a secret compartment where there was like a, a ghost, a ghost in the secret compartment that was just like, mother's milk isn't here. And I was like, that's a weird phrase to say. <laughs> I'm weird. Yeah. Yeah. We then found the ghost of all the villagers and we found out that they'd stolen a necklace. And that was supposed to be given to Nyx. It was a box. At this point, we knew okay. it. we thought it was a box. Well, we knew it was missing. That's what we knew. Mm. And uh, how I say? We have this long, drawn-out conversation about it. Like, okay, so we're going to get it back, right? It's present for Nyx, right? But who took it? Was it the imps? No. Mm, yes. And so now we need to get it because the ghost wants it back. And so we're like, okay, let's go do this. And then we went into a clearing in the woods where there's like a shit ton of dead M's and dancing bugs. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just like imagining them as like Heracross from Pokemon. I was imagining them doing that like 1950s cartoon skeleton dance. Oh, yeah. Is Heracross a Pokemon? I'm sorry. I'm going to have to Google this. Yeah, wasn't it? That blue, that blue. Yes, it's the blue beetle Hercules thing. beetle thing. Okay, I yeah, was yeah, yeah. I was not insane, and so they were worshiping the box dancing like nobody's business, and we came up with a no. We weren't very stealthy. That's why we had to fight the bugs. Yeah, yeah. Cha Cha decided to speak at a normal volume yeah. while everybody else whispered, and <laughs> Dilly's tummy grumbled. Yeah, and we're just like, this is fine, and so we had to fight the bugs, but. Chacha was just like, I'm going to grab the box first. Because, like, we had, yeah, it was fine. Don't worry about it. So there was a battle. We got the box. Did we kill all the bugs? Or did we do the football plan? Both. You did the football plan, but you still killed all the bugs. Mm. We really don't spare anyone. Nick tries to spare people constantly. They all want to fight. True. So we did the thing. Wasn't everyone seeing a different thing in the box? At a certain point. That was Britain's mirror. Oh, Britain had a yeah. mirror and was we were seeing all of important things to us. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended with Britain getting a toy from his childhood, but he did not remember who signed the toy. Yeah. Did he not remember or just he did he didn't know? The uncle that it was listed as being from Britain has no memory of whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And he also, upon further inspection, saw the symbol of the handlers on it. Handlers get onto everything. He crushed the sparrow toy and got a dope mutation. Sweet. He did confirm for you that she's still alive. He turned in a message to his contact at the handlers saying that he actually had you guys. Oh. But that Amaranth was coming. Oh. Mm, right. Because we left that kaiju babble. Yeah. We were just like, nope. So that was the last thing for Britain. And then... One of your party had an issue. Yeah, right as we're about to maybe discuss what happened to some of us in the past few days, get on the same page, Nick decides to have a fucking medical emergency. What? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Why don't I remember this? 
restaurant? Uh, because it was like 1130 at that point and oh. we were going. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Listeners, I'm an old person. I can't stay up late. So yeah, as the episode ended, Dilly had looked over and seen blood trickling from Nix's nose and then some more from her ears. And then she fell down to the ground, seizing. Oh, that's healthy. Nix, Nix, you are looking around at a city street. Things are dark. You can again hear heavy breathing in your ear. (sighs) It is clearly Charmant. It's like a first-person view of whatever, whoever this is moving. Whoever they are, they're going down a familiar street. And they stop in front of the Sladek home, which is currently, for lack of a better word, seized by the queen. The figure turns towards the door. And for just a moment, you see just the tiniest reflection for just a second of a red eye before a well-worn boot comes into view and kicks the front door open. And Nix, it's about that time that you stop seizing and wake up on the ground next to your friends. You do take six might points of damage <laughs> from the medical emergency. Damn. Nix, are, uh, hey, you good? Are you okay? Uh, shit's, uh, shit's going down in, Ch- I'm having some visions and uh, shit is going down in Charmant, guys. I kind of think we might need to get back. <laughs> what? Right. That's the last place we should go. <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems kind of a counterintuitive. We also, I'm not sure if we solved that giant problem. Literal giant. Oh, right. That thing. Yeah. Wait, Nix, what did you see? Like, what happened? All right. So the vision I had just now was... uh. I think would would Nix put it together that it's it's probably a lamprey at this point? Like she's seen um the well worn boots. Give me an intellect roll of nine. Okay. Ten. Yeah, I think Nix, you put that together. So today I saw a uh, like a lamprey kicking in the door of my parents' house, and then also the other day I saw one breaking into Mama Jay's. So oh. or something breaking into Mama Jay's. These lampreys are. Uh... Connected to the travelers, right? Yeah. Well, it was while I was captured, so, like, they might have found out about Mama J from, like, my journal. Did you put Mama J's address in there? Just, like, if Lost returned to here, secret hideout that nobody should know about? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, guys, it's my journal. Like, I don't reread it. (laughs) Sad to didn't forget it. Got it. I forget about it as soon as I write it down. (laughs) It's like emptying out my brain space. I know I uh, probably referenced her, but I did, like, at one point try to censor a lot of the Guardian stuff out because, like, Vlad told me to. Okay. What are the lampreys? Do you know? Did you figure that out while you were at the Proving Grounds? Oh, yeah. They are uh, definitely, like, mutated travelers for sure. Oh. How and why are they mutated? From the process, Dilly, for the transportation plates, like, they're like the uh, capacitor. I don't know. But anyway, whatever the, whatever happens to them, it causes them to mutate, usually. Are you turning into a lamprey? I thought it was a snake the whole time. Are you turning into one? Is that what's happening? No, man. I'm not turning into a lamprey. Okay. Okay, so then what what would we do if we did go to Shaman? Because what could we do? 
well, we should uh, we should just probably like warn the guardians that the lampreys seem to like be on their trail and be on my trail. So unless you know somewhere else to go to warn them, I I feel like Mama Jay wouldn't go down so easily, and she'd be the one to be able to warn them, right? Right? Probably. I don't know, Dilly. Like we don't have to go. What do you guys want? What do you guys think we should do? You know, I'm uh, open to suggestions. I I don't know. I'm not really sure what to do anymore. I mean, we should probably should double check my giant problem is not happening. Because I feel like if we go to Sherman with this happening, we will be followed. And like, I don't like many people in Sherman, but I'm sure there's some okay people there. Mm-hmm. How did you, uh, how did that giant happen by the way i think chacha just like lifts up her hand and like wiggles her fingers oh (laughs) who was that um (laughs) but it's in an oven mitt so it just looks like half the hand like (laughs) it's like awkwardly like folding waving yeah um (laughs) so that was buddy cop and i kind of brought him to our side when he was just like hey you need to open this door and i was just like "Mm." I don't know. Maybe I should talk to my friends about this. And he's like, open the door. I'm like, you know what would be fun? If I opened your hand. (laughs) And uh, then we got this. Huh. All right. Also, I think the guardians are in charge of the door. Uh, Dilly kind of like quickly looks at Nick's like. I mean, they seem like very concerned with the door. I it makes sense to me. Yeah. Nope. We're just going to. Mm-hmm. How was uh, training, Dilly? You guys see Dilly's face immediately kind of like oh. get kind of stony and pensive. Not good. Vlad's dead. Ow. Um, Master was in control and killed him. Tore out his heart. Why? Dilly just shrugs and it's like, I don't, I don't know. Did you ask him why? Because I feel like that's pretty important. What if Vlad was secretly trying to kill you? I did, but I... I can't trust this answer. He said he, like, made a choice, but, like, he's been going on and on about his fucking programming, so... I don't know. It seems like he just panicked or something. Fair. Which is wild, but... Yo, I am sorry, Dilly. It's... It's not alright, but, like, thanks. I mean, yeah, you see what happens when I panic. <laughs> Have you? Have we? When did you panic? Chacha kind of points back towards where the monster battle was happening. Oh. Okay. I also upgraded Gma when I was I was kind of confused at what I was doing, and so I was just like, just keep touching everything; it'll be fine. But uh, haven't tried ripping someone's heart out, so. <laughs> huh, okay. I don't think um, I might be able to do it with my other hand. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, what what are we doing? I'm sorry that you had to help kill Vlad. I think that's what we're supposed to say, right? Uh, I think I think you see Dilly kind of, like, tremble for a second, kind of, like, closing his eyes tight. Thank you. I, yeah. But yeah, we should do something, because I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do anymore. All right, all right. So, let's just, like, think about everything that's going on. So, we got escapade, like, escapades? No. Escape? Yeah? I don't know. Anyway, we got freaking uh, imps running around. You know, killing entire, like, villages. But, like, they're dead now. We got giant, like, horror thing that Cha-Cha did that, like... Right. I 
actually suggested, I don't know, like that we fight it. And I was captured by a bounty hunter. So that was like, it's off the table so we can find it and like try to find fight it or whatever. And then Dilly, we have your Aster situation. Right. Yeah. And the plate situation. Chacha, is there anything that I'm missing? Um, J-Ma trying to kidnap you. Well, yeah. I mean, she hasn't yet, though, so... We just I've just run down giant horror, and I guess we could that could either be Buddy Cop or Jima, depending on who lived. Yeah, yeah. That seems fair. Should we, like, just try to go ahead and track the... Track Buddy Cop and see? Like, see if... Oh. See what happens? See what went down? If we do that, then Jima will take us back to Shermond if Jima won. And then that will help Nixus next qu- quest? Is, is that how this works? Weren't we all going back to Shermond? Because if Buddy Cop is dead, and then Jima's going to capture Nix again. And Jima's fine with us following behind. We just can't interfere. Nix, is that right? Well, so uh, what Chasha is talking about, Dilly, is that, you know, she uh, she thinks that Jima is going to turn me into the queen or, like, use me to get my family. She is. She's trying, Chacha. Like, <laughs> she also wants your parents and will probably torture the answer out of someone. Okay. Well, I guess it sounds like in the immediate future, we should check to see who won this encounter between Jima and Buddy Cop, right? Yeah. Because if Jima's alive, then I say we just avoid Jima. And if Buddy Cop, sorry, it is officially an, and not an encounter; it is an escapade. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we should check to see who won. If Jima's alive, we avoid her. If Buddy Cop's alive, then we deal with Buddy Cop. Again, I'm now regretting turning in the nuclear weapon. Well, how how are you going to know? How how could you have known? Also, I don't think we could have gotten far enough away to use it and live. But we would have gone out with a bang. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we still can. Nix, at this point, Hubert the second makes a little worried little. Aw, Nick gives Hubert the second nuzzles. Seems to calm them down. All right. How hard could it be to track like a giant monster? Uh, nah. Not too hard. I followed its trail of destruction to Cha-Cha in Britain, so. All right, and it's, like, not far from here, right? So it's probably several hours away at this point, yeah. because you guys ran for an hour before you ran into Dilly, and then there were several hours when Nyx was in the Pokeball. Mm-hmm. But the path went right by the village, right? So how far away from the village are we, from the haunted, haunted village? You're not that far away. I think you're maybe at most an hour away from the village. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this way then. I mean, it's nighttime, so are we going to rest up first, or do we want to just do that off-camera and say it's morning? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. You guys can make camp if you want. You can even burn one of the weird bug people's bodies for fuel for the fire. Oh, I thought you were going to say <laughs> Do they food. look appetizing? Yeah. <laughs> to Nyx, absolutely. To the rest of you, they're probably not looking great, but they're bug-like enough that it would match up with... But we've been eating. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Nyx totally eats one. So Nix is probably having hers raw. Mm-hmm. If Cha-Cha and Dilly want to have any, probably a good idea to cook it because it won't be appetizing to you raw. Cha-Cha's yeah, going to yeah. try and roast it. Mm-hmm. We could probably cook it in the shell. Yeah. Yeah, it's tasty enough. You know, it's not amazing. I mean, you've definitely eaten better, but this this is doable. Could use some salt. Everything could. Yeah. 
I thought it was fine. <laughs> no, Nick's Where, Nick just took like a hunk of it and shoved it in her mouth and pushed it down. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's, you eat rocks. What are you talking about? <laughs> Rock candy. Nice. I ate rocks, Dilly. Past tense. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Are we rolling for anything on watches or are we just doing them? Your watch is passed without incident. Oh, uh, no. Why does this make me nervous? Makes me nervous. I don't know why. Just means there's content to consume out there. Mm. Mm. All right. So, morning arrives. Oh, here's a quick question. Were you camping where you met the bug creatures or were you camping? Did you go back to the village first? Probably back to the village. Did not go back to the village. Oh, really? Okay. No, let's not deal with the ghosts. But you want to deal with okay. how many corpses? <laughs> what corpses? Nick's ate them all. Fair. There are no co- no, no corpses. <laughs> Nick's got a case of like the mid-watch munchies. Oh. <laughs> just snacking away. <laughs> Sleep slithering. <laughs> As you guys are heading back, are you going to go through the village again or are you going to go around it? Around it. Not trying to fuck with the ghosts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't we want to... Weren't we on a quest to get them back that necklace? Nix isn't quite sure what to do with the necklace yet. I feel yeah. like we promised them the necklace at some point. She didn't. The, yeah, at some point. <laughs> They're ghosts. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. So you make your way around the village and you make your way back to the forest and begin making your way through it. I assume you guys are attempting a stealthy approach. Or are you? Maybe you don't care as you approach wherever you last saw Buddy Cop and Gina. I feel like we would be able to hear this giant kaiju battle, though, if it was still happening. You definitely don't hear a battle okay. going on. I would say cautious, but not, like, tiptoeing. Yeah. Medium stealth. Unless we can tell that we're getting to the end of the trail of destruction. Well, that's what I'm asking. Is like, as you get close to where you expect to find the evidence of whatever happened there, like, are you going normally or are you doing something do you have a strategy there dilly will definitely use his illusions to like help blend in with the forest you know i wonder if we should take it as a sign that the monster didn't come like barreling through in the middle of the night that maybe gma is just fine you know don't we need to loot the body though i mean yeah we should definitely still check it out i'm just saying i just just thinking. So you guys do reach this clearing and up ahead you can see that while there is ride something on one edge of this torn apart clearing where the trees have literally been torn asunder. You do not find any bodies. Yeah, this is what I was worried about. Maybe they both survived. Huh. Are there any further big-ass monster tracks <laughs> leading away? Give me some sort of intelligence-based role for tracking. Nick's going to be real confident in her ability to track this monster. Okay. 17. Okay. That confident outlook thing is pretty powerful. It's like for a moment, Nick's can decide, like, I can view the world as a middle-aged white man and it will immediately <laughs> be <formed laughs> my it reality. Will help. <laughs> so there's less destruction, but there's definitely disruption to the underbrush of this forest. You would conclude that probably if it was Buddy Cop that caused it, and it's certainly big enough that that could be the case, for whatever reason, his departure in that path was less violent than his arrival. So either he calmed down or he was wounded and couldn't do as much. You're not sure. You said there was something around the edges of the area? Yes, there are definite stains on the grass and tree lines there. 
Nyx, you would definitely recognize a small amount of it looking like dried blood. The rest of it is, while dried, it has a sort of thick, viscous appearance to it that you you don't usually associate with blood. All right, so Buddy Cop definitely went that way, guys. And then this is blood and something else over here. Chasha, do you know what Buddy Cop's blood looks like? Not really. I've never seen him bleed, but like... I've also never seen him forcibly pulled into our plane of existence and turned into a giant monster to battle Jima. So. That makes sense. Let me see uh, where Jima went. And Nix will look for Jima's tracks now. Okay. So your difficulty for this is going to be a 21, which makes it an 18 with your confident outlook. Oof. Dang. Dang. Can Dilly help out with this? Sure. So that bring it down to a 15. All right. I will spend an intellect effort. Okay. So that's a 12. Seven. Nice. You can't find any sign for tracks. No idea where Jima went, though. Like, big surprise there. Damn. I'll show you that at least still follow a buddy cop's trail. Because they're at least the least civil, so. Yeah, plus, you know. If Gmon's alive, I have a feeling she'll find us again. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, Chasha gets it. <laughs> she'll show up. Hey, by the way, um, we might there might be other guardians around, so keep that in mind. Also, did you run? Did you guys run into Stannis at all? No, no. I mean, not like since before you guys left, right? Yeah. So you're saying we should hook up with the other guardians and help them? Probably avoid them because you, Chacha, are. High on their shit list. What'd I do? I didn't open the door. Yes, but you were still there. You still got past, as far as they know, you got past all their security at the door. Well, they have shit security. I... I was kidnapped there. I was very surprised how mundane the door sounded. I thought it was like this big thing in space. Nope. No, it's not. It's like... Just a door. Like you're going to the bathroom. Yeah, but yeah, just... Keep an eye out. There might be some people who have uh, pointed questions for Chacha and who also be dealing with a, or trying to deal with a buddy cop. Fair. How do they feel about the uh, whole Vlad incident, Billy? <laughs> Obviously, Stannis is not pleased, which is putting it very lightly. Um, Stannis, I think, is the only one that I know of that knows what happened, apart from you guys. So I don't, I don't know what Stannis told other people if she did or didn't. But still, maybe not bring it up. We just haven't seen Vlad. Or maybe we don't lie. Oh, that's tough. I think, Dilly, we just, like, definitely don't open with it. We'll just, you know. Yeah. And actually, maybe just avoid Guardians for a little bit, just in general, just in case. So here's, like, the big problem, though. Like, we got a giant monster. We have 85,000 problems and no friends. (laughs) Uh, We have friends. They just keep leaving after a couple hours. We got Britain. We got Lachlan. We got Zachariah. Is it Zachariah or Zachariah? Don't call me out, Samson. <laughs> <laughs> we got friends. Like, the Guardians should definitely be fighting this horror-made flesh. You know, yeah, are they? Yeah. I mean, Nick's we're Guardians, so let's go fight Oh, them. my God. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Dilly. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's find it. Cha-cha, you've been contracted once again to go, well, fight your demon. Yeah, Dave feels a little presumptuous to say I own it. But that wasn't that wasn't ownership. That's just more like you're plagued by it, Chasha. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've been avoiding it pretty well. 
Can everybody roll me a perception roll of 12? No. Oh. Ooh, five. Uh, I rolled a 10, but I have a free level of effort, so that'd be yeah. a nine. Nat 20. Nice. Okay. Dilly, you notice this. Chacha, you also notice this. Super notice it. Your left hand, your sort of half spectral hand, it also seems to have traveled about halfway up your forearm. And that spectralness keeps kind of occasionally like slipping out from your sleeve of your romper and then sliding back. Hey, Chacha, how you feeling about that? I mean, this was part of the choice, I guess. Open the door and let them out or don't open the door and go in. What would you like as a major effect, Alex? Chacha learns how to phase her when her arm goes spectral, she gets to keep the romper. Like, the romper is now spectral. That's a big fucking ass. I know! For a major effect. <laughs> Come on, something else. Mm. That's something I'd make you spend XP for. Something <gasps> perception-related-ish? I guess she sees where G must snuck off to go. Fine, we'll be useful. Ugh. So selfish. Ooh. So you've been following Buddy Cow's path. I can't give you Jima because she definitely didn't go in the same direction. But you do see strange tracks, heavy tracks. It's a pattern. It's definitely whoever it is is bipedal, except their feet are really long with three long front toes and one toe extending backward. Hmm. This is this is something. What are you looking at? I think John is going to point out the tracks like. <laughs> Dan, do those look like the uh, bird tracks that would have been made by the? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they look exactly like those creatures you were riding. Yeah, those are the tracks made by the animals that we were riding to catch up with the creature in Uchacha. So that that's a uh, that's guardian sign. I mean, wait, they're going the wrong way. No, they're like bird tracks, so it's like... No, 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 like, versus, like, buddy cop way. They're ahead of you on the buddy cop path. Okay. Um, so if you follow these, we're gonna meet up with the travelers and buddy cop. Not travelers. But the guardians. Yeah, guardians. Yeah, no, travelers, they're they're <laughs> bad guys. Like, if you... They are not our friends, and oh. I question that whole thing. But that's not, like, important right now. Right, so... They're bad people, you said. So you wouldn't be too upset if maybe Buddy Cop kind of went right through Proving Grounds? That wouldn't bother you at all? Dilly, of course it's going to, like, bother me. All right. I mean, the, like, the Pathfinders are definitely all bad, but are, are, are all the students bad? Like, I don't think so. You know, you can't just say every member of an organization is bad, necessarily. Cool, 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 cool. Um, well, Buddy Cop kind of went right through the... Proving grounds, so sorry. A lot of people already died before that, Dilly, so. Yeah. Yeah, I did see um Queen's Guard bodies. What was up with that? Did they finally like come into the proving grounds? They tried to make a move, yeah. Oh shit. Mm. Alright, so anyway, onward. <laughs> yeah, I think right, that's yeah. the best. Plan. Wow, guys. Yeah. Just in case Dilly's gonna cast disguise on everyone. Just make us look like yep. Okay off-brand versions of ourselves. Okay. So you continue following this path. It takes a couple hours to get to the edge of the forest, but then you do see a, a small town, or rather the remnants of a small town, torn apart. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Uh, this is awkward. Oh, shit. 
do we see any like figures moving around the wreckage? Guardians, villagers, anything? Nobody. You do see definitely plenty of dead bodies, though. Oh, shit. Ah, uh, boy. But they look odd. Okay, I, I was going to ask, like, has, in this destruction, has Buddy Cop, like, just thrown people around? Has Buddy Cop eaten them, or is... So with the Proving Ground, there didn't seem to be anything except the initial violence of the death. Mm-hmm. These figures look different. You would have to get up closer to the town to see in any more detail. All right, let's go uh, take a look. As you get closer, you can see the bodies look withered, almost. Are they, like, fully dehydrated or...? Pretty close. They're not, like, fully dehydrated, but it definitely looks like... It's very clear all of these are, like, bloodless corpses Mm. and other fluids beside. They've been juiced. Yeah. Damn. What a waste. Maybe they're on a liquid diet? (laughs) I think Dilly for a moment's like, yeah, it's too bad. That- hey, wait a minute, Nix. <laughs> you can't eat these. Hey, hey, maybe they'd be like beef jerky. You know, the jerkies. I feel like they'd be dusty, and Dilly kind of pokes one with a stick, just on the hand, respectively. It doesn't, like, crumble into dust or anything like that, but it feels like dry wood almost. Like jerky. <laughs> I- these look like more like saltines almost. <laughs> All right, well... Does Buddy Cop do this, Cha-Cha? Is this their thing? I mean, like, he seemed more interested in squishing and fire. Ah! Well, I do remember the time he was really into licking Dilly because of the fear. So maybe this was... Wait, what? Part of that. What what was licking me? Buddy Cop, all up on you with that tongue. (laughs) Dilly just, like, shivers, like, ah... Samson may or may not remember, but I would think Dilly would remember that the report was at Fortress Nidal that all the bodies there were drained of blood. Oh! Dilly pokes the, the corpse again. This has happened already at um the place with the door. So maybe this is like... You said Buddy Cop has never bled before, so maybe he's, al- he's also never eaten before, and this is how he's doing it? It just seems very wasteful. Yeah, I mean... People dying is usually a way... Unless you... Cha-Cha, did you want to eat these? Because you can't... All right, all right. Walk and talk, guys. The other guardians are on mounts. Right. Let's hope they're successful. I mean, I'm not sure they could do anything with him. These are top-tier elite guardians, right? They could probably take him down. But we should definitely check, just to be sure. Okay. So you guys are following along the path? Yes. Yeah, I guess... So you follow along the path and you reach the end of the tree line and you see a vast plain in front of you. There are definitely the sort of mount tracks heading off to the south, but you don't have any easy visible sign of the buddy cop tracks that you've been following. Could you say again what he looks like? Because toothless, mouthless... What, what's the spirit away? Predator so mouth. Buddy Cop looks like he he has predator mouth, and right now he's about 20 feet tall, but mostly just upper body. The legs seem to drift off into nothingness. Like, so he's basically torso and upper arms. Okay, so he's not, he hasn't been, like, dragging himself along. No, no, like, the lower half of him sort of floats above the ground. And he's mostly ebon, except for his eyes and the inside of his mouth, which looks like flame. It's kind of like a giant fucked up muscular Gengar? No, Haunter. Yeah, Haunter. <laughs> okay. A yoked Haunter. <laughs> okay. Nix, do you still have that 
zoomy thing, zoom telescopy thing. Oh man, they took it all. Damn. Yeah. Right. Chacha, what are your forest child eyes see? Um, Chacha, what does Chacha see? You see some things that are sort of spindly legged and large, like four legged creatures where the legs are proportionally the size of like a daddy long leg legs, except that their bodies are roughly human size. So you can imagine how tall they stand and they're sort of wandering off in the distance. But other than that, there aren't many other horrors around. Not much. Just, you know, casuals. Filthy <laughs> casuals. Oh. <laughs> Let me try something. Nix, can I get on your shoulders for a second? Yeah, of course. Dilly gets on Nix's shoulders, looks across the plane, and then says, Aster, do you see where this creature went? Roll me a 24 perception roll. Um, I don't think Aster has any assets on this. Okay. I didn't know if uh, Aster vision also included distance. That's why I was asking. Astro needs evidence to overlay things mm. on. That's the problem. So okay, and Buddy Cop didn't leave a spectral enough trail or anything like that that Astro could pick up on. So if it was something that was spectral, he'd be hindered in it. So it'd be even worse. Oh, okay. Can perceive things that are sort of half phased or similar to what Chasha can see, except that he's hindered in the attempt to perceive them. Oh, uh, okay. All right, I'm going to put two levels of effort into this to bring it to an 18, because this feels like something that I would need a high roll to get anyway. Yeah. Natural 20. Oh. Not joking. Shit. <laughs> Natural fucking 20. Nice. Wow. Nice. Fuck. Samson. Hell yeah. There is definitely a path towards the north from here that appears to be a trail of disruption. Once again, Aster doesn't think of it like, it doesn't even have a threat percentage, because Aster just referred to Buddy Cop as vermin. Right. So it's almost like incidental. It's like picking up noise, like, look, here's a little bit of messy stuff, but it doesn't have, it's not of particular value. And for that reason, it normally wouldn't show up. Dilly, you get the impression that Aster is trying to work harder for you. Right, right. What would you propose as a major effect? Just for a little bit of flavor, I think probably Chacha would be the only one with an angle to see it. But could both of Dilly's eyes kind of... Dilly's one eye turn red or something? Or what was uh, Aster's kind of... That was more like in a datasphere kind of thing, a representation. I thought there was also... I thought there was also an illusion that... Yes, there is an illusion that appears sometimes okay. where Dilly does that, but it's not like constant... Well, just for the moment, I think Cha I want Chacha to see, like, Dilly's eyes kind of turn, like, a scary, like, LED red. Nice. And then Dilly points in the north, he said. Mm-hmm. Dilly says, that way. And then as Dilly climbs off, the red fades away. For a major effect, how about Dilly is able to keep on, will be able to keep on the trail until okay. conditions change drastically. Okay. So, yeah, you guys have a, a good sense of the trail. The trail sort of cuts across these plains for a little bit, and it seems to line up with sort of a typical, like, clearly, like, sort of a trade road or something like that. Not, like, super well-maintained, but definitely, like, this has seen a number of carts go down it. And Buddy Cop appears to have, to Dilly, have turned and started following this road at some point. Makes sense because, you know, a road is a kind of accessibility and accessibility benefits everybody. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Including the big bads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys are following this trail. Slightly behind you, you hear the sound of an anine braying. It wasn't an anine that they're riding on, right? No, anines are sort of like pack animals. Okay. They kind of look like if you cross the cow on a giraffe. Right, right. Do we stay on the trail just normal travelers just minding our business, right? I mean, you're disguised, so. Yeah, I'm minding my business, Dilly, so. Yeah. 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 So as you're following the road, you guys notice that there is actually a cart kind of catching up to you slowly. Not like it's trying to pursue. It's just it's being pulled by an anine, which can drag this stuff faster than you guys walk. You see somebody sitting up at the top. This person is a little bit, I mean, they're definitely human, but they've got sort of an odd flair to their style. Like they've got this really extravagant hat, like with a really wide brim and like two bright colored feathers sticking out of it. They're not the same feathers as the creatures you were riding, Dilly, Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't necessarily look out of place on them. Gotcha. And then this figure has sort of a, you know, really simple, like, clothes underneath, but they're wearing a cape that is a vibrant, bright, purplish color, like, almost as extravagant as Cha-Cha's clothing. Mm. And this person looks over at you guys and says, oh, fellow travelers, well met. Hello. Yo. How goes it? Well, just traveling between cities on my uh, on my route. And they take off their hat and sort of bring it to their chest and bow to you. I am Satal Marikel, trading merchant. You all look and they kind of look directly at Nyx because since the illusion is sort of off-brand versions of you, they're sort of similar, so Nyx still looks tough. You all look like people of particular talents. Looks like we're heading in the same direction. Maybe we could travel together and travel more safely as a result or perhaps you have coin to spend or are interested in my products uh probably both right guys both yeah, why not i wouldn't mind sitting down for a little bit <laughs> excellent excellent and he kind of like pulls his knee to a halt and says well you know there's plenty of room on the cart for anybody that wants to ride there's space for two up here at front with me there's space for another in the back uh do you guys prefer which either Eh, I should probably be in the back. Yeah, I'll ride up front. I will too. Uh, hi, I'm. my name's Bork. Bork. That's a lovely name. Very traditional for these parts, I understand. Maybe. <laughs> if it is, that's not a tradition I follow, but thank you. Okay, well, that's fine. And you are? Carlisle. Carlisle, I like that. That is a classical traveling pseudonym. I like it. Thank you. Uh, who's your friend, by the way, in the back? At this point, he's got the anine moving again. Mm-hmm. Baby pack. <laughs> this is like quiet voice from way back in the car. <laughs> Baby pack. I like that. Unconventional, but I like a, a good new name. I'm glad I bumped into you. I prefer traveling with people. It's safer that way, you know? Um, why aren't you traveling with people up until now? Well, I mean... People hop on for part of the way where they want to get to. Rarely people are interested in going as far as I do. So people tend to hop on and join me for a part of the path. We help protect and defend each other. And then we part ways when they get to where they're going or when I get to where I'm going. Usually they depart first. I have to say my last companion uh, left me too early, I was, which is a shame. Was it an old lady? Well, 
I wouldn't call her old. I mean, older, sure, but she didn't seem elderly by any stretch of the imagination. Strike it, yellow eyes. Does that track with Chima? Does Chima have yellow eyes? I was thinking Stannis. Yes, all the stones have yellow eyes. Uh, oh, uh, why, uh, why do you say they got off too soon? Well, they were only with me for about a day. After about a day, they said they were where they needed to be and hopped off and went on their way. It's a shame. I was getting just getting used to them. Seemed like a pleasant enough person. Hmm. Well, everyone has their journey. And then Dilly kind of like looks, kind of like shakes his head like, wait, that's a Nyx thing. So where are you headed? I'm heading towards Bodros eventually. Wait, are we going, are we going towards... Isn't Bodrof west? Are we heading west? south? East? I thought we were heading, we're heading north, I thought. But- so you are heading north. So first you went down towards Charmon, but Buddy Cop's direction turned off to the north. But this guy is following this road, which at least right now is pointing north. Mm. If he's really going to Bodrov, presumably this road or something it connects with will head to the west at some point. Okay. Unless it's on the way to Shalmas, you don't know if that's part of it at all. Because you guys really have only vague ideas of where you are right now. Right, but we would definitely know, like, hey, Bodrov is to the west, we're going north, so that's... Yeah. Wow, Bodrov, that's quite the trek. Yeah, well, you know, it's been a long journey. I do a long route. I find it's more profitable the more foreign you can bring in as far as products. Sure, yeah. What uh, what are you hawking? Well, right now I have a variety of mostly decorative things, um, you know, fine mirrors, you know, some clothing, fabrics that are hard to get in Navarine, silks from Anquan far to the south. I bring um, fine clothing from Dreolus, only the latest of Dreolus fashions, as well as a number of work of local artisans and craftsmen as far as Things for the home. There's quite a few of the idle rich in Bodrov. Mm-hmm. So you can make quite a killing if you bring them interesting enough things. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I, uh, I worked for a little bit in a right shop, and about half the crowd was adventurers bringing stuff in. The other half was cipher files. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you running a shop in Bodrov then? Um, in Sherman for a little bit. Oh, yes. Lots of old money there. Oh, yeah. Can I uh, can I look at some of these clothes? Um, sure. And he kind of motions ahead. We'll say you guys have been traveling for a while. It's like, this is as good a place as any to sort of stop for the night and set up. Mm-hmm. And so he brings the cart to a halt, and he, you know, starts bringing out supplies to kind of build a fire and things like that. And he comes over and he starts going through a sales spiel of all of his things, like these different mirrors and things like that. But then he kind of relooks at you guys and adjusts his pitch and says, <laughs> you know, of course, there are raw fabrics that are really valuable. The silks from Anquan are difficult to beat. But I know what anybody's really interested in, and that is the new fashions from Dreolus, yes, straight from the city of Key, the latest in fads. And he brings out this jacket, like a man's jacket, that's sort of a dark blue fabric with a gold piping on it, really broad collars, sort of ornamentally so. In fact, it kind of comes up behind them in a slight cobra hood, but the cobra hood doesn't reach the top of the head, typically. 
And, you know, he brings out some gowns that are just beautiful. Like they are, some of them are sort of shades of pink and lavender and things like that. Just gorgeous, gorgeous gowns. Nothing in too bold a color. That doesn't seem to be the fashion for Dreolus. I can show you the latest and greatest thing in personal fashion and perhaps the most. He kind of looks at you guys. Um, affordable thing in my repertoire. And that is these nightgowns. And he pulls out a nightgown that looks rather flimsy and a light blue. Like the exact same gown that Nyx's mother has been wearing as she teleports around the steadfast. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, shit. Well, dang. So what do you think the chances are that this guy's going to kill us? So high. Pretty high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the betrayal. Like, yeah. Not. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that would be a good time to roll an insight check. And then the conversation kept moving. I was going to ask if there was any, like, items or luggage that he kind of handled carefully or didn't want to, like, draw too much attention to while he was unpacking or doing a spiel. That's a good question you could ask next time. We'll see if I remember next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because this is our first episode we're recording today. <laughs> yeah. Samson, something about this episode. Oh, let's see. Not finding a body at the site of the Jima buddy cop escapade, we're calling it. Mm-hmm. That's curious. I don't know if that's a, I don't know what that's a sign of, but fuck. <laughs> Honestly, just super suspicious of Satal here. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they're just a <laughs> maybe they are just a nice guy or girl. I don't whatever their gender. Know. I don't care. Maybe they're just a nice person. Clearly expensive goods, traveling alone. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Don't know. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Gima in disguise. Ooh, if oh, Gima in disguise. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be too mean. So, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listeners, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? Okay, just roll with me. I'm going with the Manhua Tale of the Brocade Girl C. Okay. Like most men I read, it's basically a woman goes through life, life gets fucked up, and they die, and then they come back to, like, so many years in the past, and they're like, you know what? Fuck this. This time we're doing it right. Like, fuck you. You cheated on me with my blah, 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 cousin, sister, mother, brother, something. So not going to fall in love with you anymore juices gonna save my parents lives though and it's one of those like stories where you're just like oh this is what happens when you say what if but like don't don't there's no what ifs but yeah i think it's really cool it takes place in ancient china like that's the best i can pinpoint it in and so basically she's a pseudo rich noble daughter and she's going back through life, and she's going to fix all of her mistakes and hopefully not get murdered. We'll see. We'll see. It's still going to like 100-some chapters. That's like 180 so far. Mm. So nice. maybe 30% of the story has been cleared up. That's where my horse picture came from in Discord. That's where <laughs> the weird horse comes from, by the way. But yeah, Tale of okay. the Brocade Girl C. Okay, Tale of the Brocade Girl C. 
So if listeners wanted to reach out to us and tell us what they think of Tales of the Brocade Girl C or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, don't be a fool. Just come to our socials and yell at us on there. Find all our socials at explorerswanted.fm. That's our website, explorerswanted.fm. It's nice, well laid out. On there, you can find our socials on Twitter. For example, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram, Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. Or if you want to yell at us directly, we have a Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord will bring you there, probably. Also, if you want to yell at us with your money, Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted. Uh, you can support us directly there. Or you can use our Dicephiliate code at DieHardDice. Get 10% off your order with the code Explorers Wanted. Come on, yell at us. Mm-hmm. With money. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> It's the best way. But if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. The second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts. And we, in fact, have a new one of those. Stace, can you tell us about that? Yeah, uh, Abno Guy left us a five-star review on iTunes titled Great Fun Story. I found this podcast looking for a Cypher Supers game and really enjoyed it. So I started listening from episode one and the storytelling, world building, puppets, and scorps are all awesome. Highly recommend for anyone looking for a good real play podcast, especially if you enjoy Numenera and the Ninth World. Thank you, Abno Guy. Awesome. And it's awesome that they seem to have found us through the Claim the Sky one shot. Yeah. Super yeah. Cool. Nice. Good times. Swole hole for life. Um, <laughs> But yes, leaving us those reviews is awesome. That helps us find new audience and uh, helps us build up a community of listeners like you. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, do you feel it? That quiver in your tummy, the wriggling sense of wrong, like some fist-sized grub crawling over the massive knot of your intestines, slowly peeling them apart like a fidgeting child pulls glue from their fingertips? If not, you will soon. We told them to stop picking at it, but there's something about you they just can't resist. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. (laughs) Hold on, you can't just leave that in the chat. You need to let the world know. That's fucking solid. What? Oh, all right, all right, all right. I said... IBS equals invaded bowel syndrome. Oh, God. I just looked at it. I was like, mm. uh, I thought that feeling was just because I put too much garlic in my food again. I'm a slant potato. I just, like, my brain keeps screaming swole hole at me. Just swole hole. <laughs> I'm tea with a unicorn on Twitch and real tea unicorn on Twitter. Yes. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye!